Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of The Morale Booster with John Ugulu. And today I have another very interesting guest. You know, I always provide guests that would be able to provide content, good content for all of you. So my guest for today is a motivational speaker. And uh, we had the opportunity of gaining some valuable experience from one of the world's greatest motivational speaker. And uh, his name is Mr. Les Brown. But today I have Jay Rees on the program and he will be talking to us about how to stay committed and stay motivated. So Jay, thank you for joining me on the program. Thank you so much for John for having me. I appreciate the invite and just being able to hopefully share some knowledge with your audience. Thank you. Right, right. Thank you so much, Jay. And Jay, before we go any further, I'd like to remind those of my listeners, those who are listening to this program via podcast, and those who are watching this program via YouTube, to kindly remember to share this message to all your networks, because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. And I know you guys will do me the favor of sharing this message. So Joe is a motivational speaker, but he would be in a better position to really tell us who he is and what he does. So Joe, over to you. My people want to know who you are and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Jay Reese, everyone, and I am an author, motivational speaker, and just a all-around good guy. Uh, I have been dubbed Mr. Positivity, not because I see everything as good, but I try my best to find the good in everything in every situation. I began my career, I guess, when I was struggling in the corporate world, just trying to find, figure out who I was and what do I want to do. And I just wasn't fitting. Everyone around me seemed to have a fit, a natural flow of what they needed and what they wanted to do. And they seemed so happy. And that just wasn't me. Uh, one of the common stories that I have is I remember that I used to have this supply lady that I would always go every time I needed something new. And every time I went to her, she would get so excited and just so happy to order staples or just order just the littlest thing, right? <laughs> and I was like, why is she so happy? And then when I started focusing on her, I started realizing she's happy because she's found her passion. This is her joy, right? And then I started looking at everyone else around me and they had the same kind of flow. I didn't. So I had to reevaluate who I was and what I wanted. So I left that position and I spent months just reading everything I could find about self-motivation, um, just everything I could grab to better myself and figure out who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. And the only thing I could come back to is the things that made me happy as a child and trying to help other people. So with that, I figured I needed to write my first book, a Legacy, a Scion Quest novel, and through that, I realized I had knowledge to share with everyone of how to get out of a situation and become the best version of yourself. Right. That's awesome. I, I love what you mentioned about uh, passion. You, you know, you saw people who were passionate about what they were doing. Right. Well, deep down in you, you knew what you were doing at that point wasn't something you were passionate about. And you decided to make that 
move. You decided to take that bold step. So while you were transitioning, did you have any form of security? Like some cash <laughs> to take care of yourself? So no, <laughs> I had nothing. I had nothing but like the ground to land on. And I'm not advising anyone to do what I did. I quit my job with nothing behind me. There were many stressful days, many stressful nights. I'm a family man, so I have a wife and I have two kids. Right. We struggled for quite a while and it just took me doing that leap of faith to figure out who I was. But if I could do it again, I might have had come up with an exit strategy right. versus just leaving. Right, right, right. You know, I always like to talk about this, you know, because um, in most cases a lot of people get so excited mm -hmm. you know you know that excitement is good because that's mm -hmm. the point where you really need to go after your dreams and go after right. your vision but there is one thing i always encourage people to to put at the back of their minds mm. always learn to take calculated risks because yeah. if you jump out of that job that provides the paycheck without mm -hmm. having an exit strategy, mm -hmm. or you, if you jump out without having any security, you will find out that you would end up back at that same place because you definitely need to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. The bills wouldn't wait for you. They don't want to know if you just started business. <laughs> you know? So, so right. I always encourage people, that job which provides the check, the paycheck, do not let go of that until you are sure that the income coming from your business is commensurate with what you were previously earning. So I always use this formula. Use your nine to five to finance your five to nine. What do you think about that? Yo, I, I love that concept. Use your nine to five to finance your five to nine. I, I love that. I love that. So yeah, I agree with you completely because looking back at what I did, I was caught in my emotions. It wasn't a decision based on logic. Now, I totally agree that if you have a purpose, if you have somewhere you know you need to be, right. yes, you need to jump and go ahead and go after it, right. but you need to come up with a plan. The plan don't have to be perfect, no. No, no. <laughs> but you need to find some way of, I don't want to use the word safety net because too many people will use a safety net as a crutch and then never leave. Never leave. So, exactly. so you have to find a way of being able to push yourself and not completely get rid of your responsibilities, you know, or put your responsibilities to the side, if that makes that, sense. It makes a whole lot of sense. That makes sense. Thank you so much for that. Okay, so that's that. Uh, for those of you listening via podcast and those watching via YouTube, it's still Jay Reeves in the building. Jay has been dropping some powerful nuggets for us. And we still have some more time to go. So stay tuned. Uh, Jay, yes. we're going to the next question. Mm -hmm. What motivated you to go into public speaking and motivational speaking? Well, when I left my corporate gig, I had a lot of time to reflect on the things that made me happy. and what I felt was good in my life. And luckily, I've always had a people who 
take care of me in my life. You know, like people who really are honest, open and want me to do the best. Right. So I went to multiple people that I, that I, that I, that I respect their opinion. And I asked them, Hey, if you could name five things that you think I do well, what are they? And in that search, I found that a lot of people always, they kept re- going back to the fact that I either gave advice well, right. I told stories well, or the fact that I was just a really positive guy. And I reflected on that and I just thought about it and I was like, huh, you're right. So that kind of was my initial, the initial snowball that kind of like propelled down the mountain to cause me to really get into motivational speaking and try to help and motivate people. Right, 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 right. That's, that's, that's a good one. And I love, I love what we are doing, what you are doing, because we rise by lifting others. Yes. And right now the world needs motivational speakers more than ever before. So Mm -hmm. what you're doing is the right thing. I love that. So now with a paradigm shift in terms of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. some people have lost their jobs. Mm -hmm. Some people have lost loved ones Mm. and some businesses have closed. So what's your advice for people who fall into that category? Those who have lost a loved one, mm-hmm. or lost loved ones, those who have lost their jobs and businesses that have closed them. Oh, that's a deep one. <laughs> so let me start off by saying uh, a loss of a loved one is always a hard thing, regardless of the situation or the environment which it happens. And everybody's grief is different, similar, but it's different. So for those of you out there who have lost a loved one because of this pandemic, it's hard and I get it. And your feelings are valid, but I would like to say, and I hope this doesn't sound too harsh, you have to live your life, right? respect that person and honor that person, but you still are here and you still have to live. So that's the advice I think I would give anyone who has lost a family member or a loved one um, this year due to the pandemic. Anyone who has lost their job, you have to adapt. So with that, I mean, it's unfair. A lot of people are losing their jobs because of downsizing and just things that are going on. But unfortunately, I don't think anyone was told life was going to be fair or that life was going to give you exactly everything that you deserve. So you have to constantly adapt and learn new skills, new trades. Just you just have to constantly adapt to what's going on. So even right now. So as a motivational speaker, one of the things that we normally would do was go out and be able to talk to people on stages, in person, but this whole year, everything has been shut down. We can't go anywhere. We can't speak in front of people. But then you have these people that just started, you know what? I can't go to the people, so let me bring the people to me. And we yeah. start doing things like this, yeah. and we start <laughs> doing podcasts and right. videos, YouTube, like all this different stuff. So you have to constantly figure out, okay, what's the problem that I need to solve? and figure that out, right? Or if you have already a solution, go find the problem. Yeah. It's one of the two. So 
just adapt. That's pretty much all I can say today. And I hope that doesn't sound too cold or just too blunt, but that's pretty much all it is. And then for the businesses that might be struggling or that have failed during this time, my heart goes out to you because I know there are a lot of businesses that depended on foot traffic or just people coming into a brick and mortar store. Right. But again, I think my advice would be similar to those who have lost a job. It's just, you have to be able to adapt. And I'm not going to say see trends come, but you should be able to figure out a way. Yeah. Your store might have closed, but in your store closing, hopefully there, in there hopefully is a lesson there that you can take and rebuild something else and keeps keep thriving and succeeding. Right, 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 right. That's a good one. Thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. Now, I picked up something about skills. Okay. You encouraged people mm-hmm. to try at this point to learn new skills, mm-hmm. which is very, very paramount. Now, how can people know the right skills to pursue or to learn? Do you have an idea? I think that just depends on what the person is passionate about. Right. Right. So if you're passionate about masonry, you're probably not going to pick up a sewing kit. Right. (laughs) But even if you're passionate about masonry, you might want to take a business course or even a computer course to help those skills that might be valuable in your area. Uh, A lot of times I'm blessed with multiple mentors in my life. And I constantly ask them, hey, what do you think I should be studying? What do you think I need to be learning? So if there's anyone in your life that you can ask, ask. It's just like, if you don't know, ask. And even if you do know, still ask. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know until you don't know it, right? That's <laughs> so, it. That's it. <laughs> you know, there, there, there is no such thing as a dumb question. You exactly. only have a dumb answer. So feel free to ask questions. So for Mm -hmm. those of you listening to this program and watching the program, it is always good to search deeply because Mm -hmm. there is always something you are passionate about. Mm -hmm. You know, having a job, having an employment might cover that part of you. That Mm. might cover it. And you might not be able to realize that, look, I used to love this. I used to love doing that. But when reality sets in, you need to take time out to search your subconscious mind, search deeply, because there was something you were passionate about as a kid. But while you got into school, that passion was suppressed. So think about (laughs) it. This is the time for everybody to sit down, reassess, realign with your childhood, Mm -hmm. realign with your youth and think about that passion of yours and go after it am i right (laughs) oh i agree with that wholeheartedly this year uh i've had several people come up to me and say how horrible of a year this is and i don't want to undermine anybody's struggles and tribulations that they've been going through but as you said this year has been a year that globally we've had to come down and reflect maybe not together, but at least at the same time, because we've had so much free time available to us that you have either run away from your inner demons or you've been able to run and tackle them and figure out who you want to be and who you need to be. 
Right. So yeah, tonight now is the perfect time to sit and figure out who you are and what you want and how you're going to get that. Absolutely. I love that. You know, um, like you are right. You know, we all have been hit one way or the other. With this. Mm -hmm. But I always love to remind <clears throat> people about a quote from Albert Einstein, which says, in the middle of every difficulty lies an opportunity. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So if you are listening to us right now, this is not the time for you to cry over spilled milk. Mm -hmm. But instead, you should be looking for a solution. Look for an exit strategy, because the only constant in life is change, mm -hmm. which means what we are going through right now will not last forever. It will definitely pass because it's a phase. But when it passes, what are your strategies? What are your plans for the next phase of life? That's what you should be thinking of right now. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to this program am i right jay oh yeah a hundred a hundred percent uh one of my favorite i'm a big superhero comic book kind of guy right. and one of my favorite characters has always been batman so growing up i always have done my best to not only have a plan c and plan d i've i try my best to get all the way down to m and n and right. o and p right, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's just you always got to try your best to have a backup plan yeah 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 that's it they say plan for the best, but still prepare for the worst. You should always right. have an exit strategy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that. Um, you know, life would always throw challenges. Mm, yeah. When this pandemic is over, something else will come up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So are we going to keep giving excuses? No, mm. we just have to brace up and move forward. One of the um, best quotes that I've heard that has stuck with me is I heard a quote from Steve Harvey. And he said, when you think about your life, you have you have a hundred percent success rate of surviving everything you've already been through. Right. So anything that you're about to face, I'm not saying it's not hard. I'm not saying it's not challenging, but right. you're still going to make it through based on everything you've already made it through. So don't sweat this stuff. Right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I love that. You know, we don't know how strong we are until being strong is our only option. Right. Right. I like that. Mm -hmm. So now, what are your plans for your speaking business? You know, what are your projections for the next five years? So I have a couple of middle schools that I... I'm going to go to in the new year where they're already booked. They're in Tennessee. I don't want to give the school names out just yet because right. we have an agreement with them. Right. But I have a speaking tour with some middle schools that I'm going to. My next book should be out in summer of next year. Okay. And within the next five years, uh, I actually, my face is going to become a household name. Jay Reese right. <laughs> is going to be out there uh, for public speaking books. Uh, I actually have, some things in the works and I'm being general because I can't get into detail just yet. Right. But uh, with my books, there's some things that are talking already out there. So guys, you, 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 Jay Reese. Yeah. Be on the lookout five years. They're going to be like, he's an overnight success. And I've been grinding for a while now. So we'll see it. We'll see. Yeah. There is no such thing as overnight success. Agreed. Agreed. That's it. That's the truth. And I love that spirit. 
You know, thank because, you. Yeah, a lot of people feel discouraged mm. right now. I'm talking about people who decided to become public speakers or motivation. Right. And after their trainings and all that, they realized that things were not moving as quickly as they expected it to be, mm. right? right. Now, what's your advice for people like that? Because I've seen a lot of them who mm -hmm. say, oh, I just realized speaking is no longer for me. I want to mm -hmm. go into coaching, you know? So right. yeah, please share some more tips on how people can realize that the grind is real. One of the things that I always think about with any project that I do is that it's my baby, right? Yeah. And as a baby, there's a process. Right. You gotta learn how to hold your head up. You gotta learn how to sit up. You gotta learn how to eat solid foods. You gotta learn how to walk. You gotta learn how to talk. You gotta learn how to run properly. Like all this stuff you have to learn. You don't just start doing. Now, some people do it quicker than others, but you still have to go through that process of learning it, right? right. So if you decide to be, as you're saying, a motivational speaker, a public speaker, and you're, you, you go through the courses, you go through the classes, and you're sticking with it for, I don't know, three, four months, bam, pandemic hits. Yeah. This ain't for me. Yeah. Well, whether you say it's for you or if it isn't for you, you're right. Because it's all about the mindset. If you really right. think this is for you, learn to adapt, move forward, and keep your hustle going. Because as we were just saying, there is no such thing as an overnight success. You got to go through your dues. You got to you gotta get out there and do it. Now, I know some people say, well, what if you do it for 20 years and nothing happens? Well, it, it wasn't your time yet. Or hopefully you got to learn from your mistakes. Right. It, it's, it's stuff like that. But you just got to stay with it, baby steps, and just go for it. Right, right. I love, I love that um, illustration. You know, baby, you know, it's like, a, like your baby. When you're right. doing any business, anything, mm -hmm. You should see it as one of your projects, right. which means it has to go through the nurturing stage. Yes. From the nurturing stage, mm -hmm. it grows. That's exactly. How it is. You know, exactly. so you must put in the time and the work. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to this program right now, please remember there is no such thing as overnight success, it must go through the nurturing stage. And remember, for those people who have been doing what they love for too long and not getting any rewards, just remember that it is insanity to be doing the same thing over and over and expecting mm. a different result. So if you feel you haven't been able to monetize what you're doing, you should seek help. Look for a coach. Reassess what you're doing. See if what you're doing is not the right thing and mm -hmm. look for other strategies. It doesn't mean you should stop what you're doing, but you should look for other ways, a different approach mm -hmm. to monetize it and to help you go to the next level. What do you think about that, Jay? Uh, again, I agree completely. When, you, uh, when you're evaluating what you're doing, that doesn't mean stopping your tracks yeah. and don't continue what you're doing. Right. That just means while you're still doing what you're doing, look at it, say, okay, instead of me swinging to the right, maybe I should swing a little bit right. to the left a little right. bit right. and then keep going. 
So yeah. you just keep constantly critiquing. That's just like if you have any big ship, right? Your life is a ship. You're the you're the captain. You're at the helm. You're steering it, right? Right. right. When you're trying to move your ship and avoid an iceberg that might be coming towards you, when you see that iceberg, you start um, you start um, steering. Yeah, steering the ship in another direction, but you do little increments to get your ship the way you want to go. You don't just automatically turn the wheel because the ship might turn over or it might not go the way you need it to go. So it's just so you constantly reevaluate what you're doing to get where you want to go. Right, right. So in other words, you must stay focused on your goals. Mm, Yeah. Well, it doesn't harm to tweak your methods, your algorithms, but stay focused on your goals. So thank you so much for that, Jay. That was awesome. So now, um, before we go, I would like to, I want you to give one last advice. There are so many people out there who know what they want to do, mm-hmm. but they are scared to take that leap of faith because mm-hmm. they are just so comfortable with their jobs. Nobody's saying having a job is bad. Right. But a lot of people have jobs that they are not comfortable or satisfied with, and they know deep down within them, they need to branch off to their calling. Right. But they still have some fears within them, some limiting beliefs. So what's your advice for people like that? Everybody has fear. Right. And fear is something that unfortunately never goes away. Never, ever. <laughs> <laughs> and the the good thing about fear, though, is that it can motivate you in the right direction. Right. Because once you start being being successful by your own definition, right. you'll realize that every time you're fearful, that's probably the direction you should be heading to right. fulfill your destiny. Right. And if you are fearful, jump. Just go ahead and do it. Because you can sit there and wait on when the time is right. It'll never be right. You can wait for things to be perfect. Things will never be perfect. So just go ahead and do it and start small. You know, like you don't have to, if you, if you want a fortune 500 company, right? Those companies don't start out that way. They start out in garages or back rooms. Just start small. One success at a time. I've, I've gotten into the habit of (laughs) my kids and my wife, they make fun of me sometimes because I, I have these to-do lists in my right. phone and on certain places of the house, right? right. And sometimes the day gets away with you, right? Yeah. But if I do one thing off my list that I had set to do, mm-hmm. I celebrate. Yeah, gratitude. Right? So every time I hit a goal, no matter how small it is, I celebrate it because that helps me get to my bigger goal. Right. So my advice would be just do that. Jump and celebrate your small wins. That's what? it. That's it. I love that. I love what you said. That's a great nugget. You know, um, William Ward said, feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so gratitude is uh, one big thing. I love that. Thank you so much for dropping these nuggets. Now, and to my listeners out there, Franklin Roosevelt said, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. We have nothing to fear, but fear itself. Mm. So I want you to know that 
when you want to do anything that is great, there is always an element of fear that is waiting for you on the corner, not too far away. So it's up to you to decide if you will keep moving or if you, if you will allow the fear beat you down. Les Brown said, if your why is big enough, you will find a how. Mm -hmm. Nobody's saying you should let go of your employment, but we are saying spend more time working on your calling than the time you spend on your job. When you finish your job, use the remaining time that you have to work on your calling. Use your nine to five to finance your five to nine. And I want you all to remember to share this message to everybody on your network because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear the message from Jay and myself. So thank you so much, Jay, for joining me on the program. And I hope when next I call you, you would come on the program. Oh, no doubt. This was fun. I, thank you so much for inviting me. And no doubt, brother, anytime, just shoot me that message and we'll schedule it. No problem. Right. And how can people reach out to you? Are you on Facebook, Instagram? I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm even on TikTok, people. And you can find me at Finding J. Reese everywhere on social media. That is my handle, Finding J. Reese. Okay, Finding J. Reese, right? Yes, F correct. F-I-N-D-I-N-G-J-A-Y-R-E-A-C-E. Yeah, so J. Reese, you can see his name displayed on the screen right now. So you can look him up on Instagram, Facebook, and um, yeah, if you want to book him for your gigs, for your speaking, for your events, to come and motivate your audience, to motivate your team, to motivate your organization, please feel free to reach out to him. Am I right, Jay? 100%. Awesome. No problem. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, sir. With you today. And my audience are glad they got a few nuggets from you. Thank you. Have a blessed day. Thank you, everyone. I appreciate you.